It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Let's welcome tonight's guest. He's the heartthrob who fights the mob. Author of Don't Burn This Book, creator and host of The Rubin Report, Dave Rubin. Ooh, good book. Excellent. She's a legal mind with a smile that blinds. Fox News contributor and host of The Crimes That Changed America. On Fox Nation, Emily Campagno. You can't help but rejoice when you hear her husky voice. <laughs> she sounds like Don Lemon. Host of Sincerely Cat on Fox Nation, Cat Timph. And he's not sure what the deep end of the pool means. My massive sidekick and host of Nuff Set on Fox Nation, Tyrus. All right, Emily, I'm going to go to you first because you are our legal expert, or so you claim. Uh, what is it about the Democrats so hell-bent on letting these cities just destroy themselves? I honestly have no idea. And I grew up on the West Coast. I live in Seattle now and I still haven't been able to figure it out. The destruction is so obvious and I don't see it as community or law enforcement. Law enforcement is part of our community and what they need is investment, not defunding. Lately, I've been spending a lot of time with Seattle police officers and seeing their low morale is so heartbreaking. But as local leadership and the mayor continues to prevent them from actually enforcing the law or even defend themselves against brutal assaults, then what they're risking is more than morale. It's fatal. How many officers have to die? How many do we have to see getting bloodied on national TV before enough is enough? I think at every junction of this interrelated chain, these local leadership, these mayors need to send a message and they need to have follow through a zero tolerance for destruction and violence, support for actual law enforcement and arrests and deterrent consequences. Because otherwise, those photos that you showed, the girl and then her meth head shot, I mean, the third photo is where we're headed. And that's that fatal overdose. Mm. You know, Dave, you and I are a lot alike. I might be slightly better looking, but we share the same common <laughs> interests. And I look at, I don't know if I'm overreacting with this chaos, but I think you and I both recently joined a special club. It wasn't the Mile High Club, but it was a special club. Uh, care to uh, explain? Greg, I suspect you're not talking about the club that owns this book, The Plus, which is one of the best reads of the year. Well, thank I think you. you're talking about another club, which is, the, which is the Gun Owners Club. And yeah, we both did. And look, I've only lived in New York and now I live in Los Angeles. I've only lived in these two crazy places. But after watching what has gone on for the last two months in America, uh, you'd actually have to be bananas to not at least strongly consider taking your protection of your family and your property into your own hands. I mean, we're watching mobs uh, not only burn down stores and break windows and attack people on the streets, but literally stop cars in the middle of the street. You saw what happened to the McCloskey family who had to defend their property uh, in Missouri. There's all sorts of stuff here that, you know, as American citizens, we have the God-given right that is enshrined in the Bill of Rights, which is still a pretty great document, uh, the Second Amendment, which is the right to bear arms and protect yourself. And uh, you and I are doing what you're supposed to do as an American. If they're going to defund the police, well, then I'm going to defend myself. Yeah, they put us in a strange position, right? If we can't, if, if, if we call 911 and no one shows up, we have to take care of ourselves. You know, Kat, the National Association of Police Organizations endorsed Trump. I think that prior they endorsed 
Oh, uh, Hillary and Obama, if I remember, correct me if I'm wrong, but I know you won't. Um, were you surprised? Well, it depends how much you are paying attention, whether you are or are not surprised. Because honestly, if you're someone who's saying, oh, it's not that bad in New York City right now, you're clearly not out in New York City. <laughs> yeah. Because, and I'm, you know, I'm a libertarian, so I'm fine with most laws going away. I even think if you want to do some drugs and not out on the street, that's your own dumb decision. You shouldn't get arrested for it. But there's the non-aggression principle where if you can do whatever you want until you are interfering with the rights of another person. And we are seeing so much of that right now. I was out at a bar on Sunday. Shocking. I know it's so shocking. Yeah. But the manager was saying that three times the place has been broken into this, this since this started. She's a, a younger woman. She was closing and multiple times had to deal with some naked guy breaking in, screaming for meth. Separate incident. I can't walk around. We were walking Carl yesterday mm -hmm. at you know, late afternoon, and there was some crazed lunatic high on something in the middle of the sidewalk who physically tried to grab me from his wheelchair. And it was also a work from home day. I didn't look great. I don't even want to know what happened if I had the hair extensions in. So <laughs> every time I walk out, I'm like, am I tripping? Did I step on one of these needles all over the ground? Or am I really paying huge amounts of rent and in taxes to live in a post-apocalyptic wasteland? Mm. Carl, Kat, by the I way, want to yeah. apologize for the naked part. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> yes, Dave. <laughs> the naked part I got no problem with. It's, yeah. you know, the breaking in and stealing things. Yeah, and also just to point out that Carl is a dog. It's my dog. <laughs> yes, okay, because there's some people in New York who actually don't walk dogs. They actually walk people. Probably a guy named Carl. Yes. All right, Tyrus, bring <laughs> us home with some serious well, wisdom. First of all, uh, as you can see, I've relocated to a much better, safer place for me to social distance. Uh, it is wonderful out here. The view is phenomenal. And, um, and I'd just like to say, hey, guys, welcome to the club. But there's another club I'd like to invite you in. That's called Team Arsenal because I have a small arsenal of handguns, shotguns, and assault rifles. I have actually enough ammunition that's taller than me. So load up. One gun is cute, but two gun means don't play with me. Yeah. So I, I, everyone get involved. This year's Christmas cards will tote guns on it. So uh, I think that's a good idea. The scary part is... Uh, defunding the police department is probably the worst idea I've ever heard, and I've heard some really bad ideas. I've been on on some of the uh, think tanks on this show for some of the poop elf jokes and et cetera, and I'm saying that that is ten times worse than taking one dollar away from the police department, and we're seeing the results of that. Yeah. And then, like I said, there's plenty of room up here in space, guys. Yes. I love it's it lovely. out there. You are your own planet. All right. I am. Yes. <laughs> All right, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. The Redskins are dead skins. The Washington team has announced plans to change the team's mascot. The move comes after growing calls to rid the name that's considered offensive after holding out for years, the team relented after corporate sponsors like Nike threatened to terminate their team partnerships. And now the Cleveland Indians say they're also planning a name change, too. The Atlanta Braves plan to keep their name, but say they're reviewing the Tomahawk Chop celebration. Meanwhile, a moron at the Washington Post called on the Texas Rangers to drop their name. I don't understand. But it got us thinking. There must be tons of teams out there in need of a new, more 2020-friendly identity. 
So we're here to help. Here's just a small batch we think could work. So instead of the Edmonton Oilers, yuck, it's time for the Edmonton Solar Panels, right? You know, the Nashville Predators, that's a terrible name. I say we replace it with the, the Nashville HR Department. They're always looking out for you. And finally, the Houston Rockets. Rockets kill people. Let's go with the Houston Pockets. It sounds like Rockets, but it's Pockets. See? Oh, my God. I don't even know what I mean anymore, Kat. Um, have, how do you feel about these changes? Um, I don't care. Yeah, but- I... My brother and I were talking about this the other night, and we kind of decided that what they could do instead of changing the name is just change the logo to a red skin potato. Oh, they I can know. Keep it right. It's loaded <laughs> with B vitamins, uh, twice as much potassium as a medium-sized banana. I googled it. Um, look, I can't get mad about it either. Uh, it, so, look, I'm a white lady, so if Native Americans are upset about this, I'm not about ready to say that you can't be. But if you just look at it statistically. A lot of people aren't because it is historically a pejorative, but it's not being used that way in this context. Washington Post uh, spoke to three tribe leaders in Virginia. All of them said no problem with it. And one of them even said 98 percent of his tribe is Redskins fans. So in other words, it's almost as if being a Redskins fan is not because you hate Native American people. Uh, It's awful that you have to worry about even saying something like that because context is very important. And if we get away from a place where we can actually have honest conversations about context, everything's going to be canceled. Yeah. um, Dave, I actually, I've always felt that the red, I mean, Redskins to me is different than the other names. It sounds, it just, it it just, it's a, it's about their skin. So I can, it is kind of bad. Right. But the, um, you know, the interesting thing is a lot of these symbolic battles end up dissipating and no one it doesn't save anybody's lives. It doesn't improve anybody's lives, but it takes the place of action that could help people. Maybe that's my theory. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. It's like everything else that these people throw at us. It's all nonsense. Kat's totally right. I mean, they've done tons and tons of surveys from Native American people and through Native American organizations. And by huge numbers, they're not offended by it. If anything, they they find a certain pride in redskins. But I kind of hear you on what you're saying. This is about skin color, red skin. So maybe there's something there. But Greg, can you get the guy who puts the finger on the bleep button for a second so I can say a a bad word? I'm going to I'm going to say a bad word. It's all a bunch of and we all know it. They're trying to erase everything from our past, tear down statues, take names off of schools, you know, take out the Washington Monument and the rest of it. And it has nothing to do with those things. Let's not Mm -hmm. forget they took out a a statue of Frederick Douglass. They want to come for Abraham Lincoln and everything else. They want to erase our past so that we can't actually calibrate ourselves in the present and then continue a course uh, for the future. So we, we need at some point to just say, hey, guys, we're just not going to do this anymore. This is all faux outrage. That's all it really is. You know, uh, uh, Emily, you live in Washington, Seattle, Washington, or thereabouts, or have. Sh- is it time to change the name of that state? Should all states just be numbered at this point? <laughs> Right, probably. That's the direction that we're heading in. But don't forget, I am a member of Raider Nation. Yes. I will say that when I take a step back, we've seen this happen actually for quite some time, right? The Mm -hmm. Wizards used to be the Washington Bullets. The Astros used to be uh, the Houston Colt 45s. 
this has happened before. Mm -hmm. And we've also seen a lot of name changes for other reasons, right? Like the Oakland Invaders before they were Raiders and remember the San Diego Chargers. So I think that the fan bases are more flexible than we give them credit for. But that being said... I think I feel this way because it's the Redskins. If, right. if the Raiders change their name, I would lose my mind, and I would have a really expensive tattoo removal going on. I'm going to start back. a movement because I want to see you mad. What does that look like? I never saw the tattoo because I only see the front of you on these shows, so I never got to see the tattoo. We'll have to get a really picture of that. Big. Yeah. Really? Interesting. Because you used no, to be a I'm ra- kidding. Oh. <laughs> I'm slow today. My goodness. You know, you know, Tyrus, um, I really like the San Francisco Giants. Should I be put off by that or the New York Giants? Oh, oh, I see what you're trying to do there because you think I'm a giant. Like you want to change the name to the San yes. Francisco Elfs, maybe? Um, <laughs> listen, I, I've always thought the Redskin was kind of was kind of tough. I always yeah. thought Redskin was a little rough. Yeah. You know, I. Yeah, and maybe if we change the name to the Washington Pale Faces for a while, you know, you can see you'd see what you think about that. But uh, I'd be fine I think with that it. change, I think that's change is you know the Redskins name was always kind of uh, yeah that is a little rough. But like I said, Native Americans typically don't have a problem with it. But if you're going to make real changes in Washington to make the fans happy, mm-hmm. get rid of the owner. Snyder's yeah. terrible. He he constantly ruins their season. It's not the name, but I agree with the Atlanta Braves. Keep the Braves. It's it's like a warrior. It's mm-hmm. it's a, it's a great proud thing to describe as a, a brave individual. Um, and but I do think it's funny when you say we're going to review the tomahawk chop. How do you review a celebration? <laughs> is there is there a panel? Yes. You know we got a group like we got a group of this five that sit down and then Emily hit play. Yes. <laughs> They probably go to, Aspen. they go to Aspen, Colorado for like a three-day summit. And they all like yes. have, sympo- they have symposiums <laughs> all about yes. this tomahawk job. ways we can change that. You know? Yes. And then, you know, it's just, come on, man. That's all yes. I can really say is uh, Washington, cool. Change is something cool. Yeah. But, um, you know, lighten up on everybody else. We are out of time. I've learned so much. Thanks to Dave Rubin, <laughs> Emily Campagno, Cat Tip, Tyrus. I'm Greg Gutfeld, and I love you, America. Listen to the all-new Brett Bear podcast featuring Common Ground, in-depth talks with lawmakers from opposite sides of the aisle, along with all your Brett Bear favorites like his all-star panel and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.